Welcome to the Hardwood Hustle podcast where we know and believe in the value of a coach. We're here to educate, empower, and encourage you to lead like never before. In today's episode, we introduce you to a concept you probably have never heard before, a concept called the celebration trap. As coaches, we want to celebrate our players. As coaches, we want to share their accolades and their successes on social media and demonstrate how proud of our players that we are. But have we thought about the possibility that that act of celebrating our players could actually be a trap, causing us trouble, causing us challenges ongoing? And despite the fact that we try to celebrate the players with the hope to actually engage them greater and, and build our relationship with them better, that it actually could be having the opposite effect. It could actually be doing more harm than good. You may not have thought about it, but I'll share a recent story in today's episode about a situation with a player that a coach is now experiencing that celebration trap. And this is the conversation that I believe is going to engage you and get you thinking about this act of celebrating your players in a slightly different light. It's going to get you to think about it more intentionally and more consciously about how you approach it. And if you don't approach it correctly, how it could actually harm you and affect you. You'll learn more about all that and what this celebration trap and maybe even some ideas about how to best navigate. I know you'll hear me talk about how I'm still in the act of figuring it out. So we certainly want your feedback and engagement on this. But without further ado, let's jump into today's episode titled Celebration Trap. CJ, I had an opportunity recently to talk to a player, former player of mine, and and just catching up with him like many coaches do with their players, seeing how things are going. Uh, He's now in college, playing college ball, and I'm talking to him and naturally just say, hey, what's what's been going on? Is there anything that's been bothering you of late? Anything that, you know, that you could, you've been struggling with, you mean challenge with, just really trying to just connect with him and see what's going on. And he began to share something really, really interesting. He, he said, I got to be honest with you, Adam. He goes, I've, I've been caught up with my, my high school coach and I've been getting bothered by my high school coach of late. And I was like, really? Like I was shocked, right? I, I didn't know what he was referring to. He goes, you know, you know, I've been playing college ball now for going into my second year. I got a lot of playing time as a freshman and, you know, never once did coach ever publicly share anything about me. Right, that he was proud of me, that he was excited to watch me, and not even on the first game that I played, not even when I had some success my freshman year, it was he never really shared anything. But it's interesting because last week, Adam, I saw that the coach he was he was raving about two of my former teammates that are now playing college ball about how excited he was for them, and how he used the phrase the coach referenced felt like a proud papa watching his former players perform. And he said, Adam, he's, I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't know why this bothers me, but it does. Like, like it hurts me. It hurts me a lot. He goes, because he's never done that. And I'm not quite sure why. Like, I wonder, like, does he just not view me the same way? And he was wrestling with this. This young man was wrestling with this. And it began to initiate a thought in me that this is something coaches have to be really sensitive to and it's something coaches have to be very careful. And I think about it and call it the celebration trap, 
Because as coaches, we want to celebrate our players. And I think a coach going out and saying, I feel like a proud papa and I can't wait and I'm so proud of these boys for playing, I, I think that's a great thing. But I do recognize the potential then that everybody else is going to be paying close mind to see, am I going to get the same type of love? Am I going to get the same type of accolades? Am I going to get the same type of attention? And, and then they begin to process when it doesn't happen. So when I accomplish the same things at the same level that, that generated the celebration just now, how come I don't get it? But then it's a trap, right? Because if a coach doesn't go that route, then all of a sudden they're not showing enough love. They're not hyping their players. They're not supporting their players. And it's a really interesting dynamic and one that I've actually talked to many coaches about over the last week or so as I've shared this that I think is something we need to discuss and talk about because it could be a trap and it actually is something we need to learn to navigate and manage. Yeah, I think you articulated that really well. I, I think that I felt that tension before but never maybe put a name to it or kind of just – identified exactly what it was I think I felt that way with my own players past players present players you know maybe I wasn't very active on social during this time or I was active on social at this time what is a player thinking you know that played for me three years ago and and how do you celebrate all those players in different ways it is really a dilemma I mean I don't think it's really that much different from our regular life either right I mean you know it feels like sometimes social media can be a trap you know I think sometimes when you know, you, you say, Hey, black lives matter, you know, and I, I know we're kind of bringing this back, but um, some people assume that, well, I don't uh, support the police because you say black lives matter, which isn't true. But I think that's just an, a simple analogy of, you know, supporting Hey, I'm a proud papa of this player, but you never tweeted that for another player. So they assume that you're more proud of that player than the other player, you know? And so that is the trap. It's hard to, um, you know, it's hard to get everything out in social media. And I think that is kind of the gauge these days of celebration, right? Like if you celebrate somebody in email, it's limited. You celebrate them face to face, it's limited. I mean, it's still very important. But then when you put them out there on social media, that's a big celebration of somebody. And it's almost like uh, um, verifying or validating that I really do feel this way. And so that could definitely feel a certain way to other players. I've thought that you know, often, and I'm sure for one player speaking it, there's another 10 thinking it. I like that. For one player speaking it, there's another 10 thinking it. I, I don't think I was, I think I may have been naive to the fact that kids were paying attention to this. I may not have paid attention to it enough on my end because I will celebrate certain players because this is where it's tough. You do have different relationships with different players. There are some players that there's just more of a, relationship there's more of a connection and I know for me there are certain players that I have regularly spotlighted and celebrated and praised because our relationship is just different do I need to be conscious that if I do that that I'm actually hurting the others because I think I never viewed it that way TJ that like that if I'm celebrating this that I'm actually hurting the other ones I've almost maybe thought it was just neutral for everybody else. When in reality, this player, I said, what's, what's been, anything been bothering? He actually goes to that first. It was like a big thing. He's like, I don't know why I'm bothered by this, but I'm really bothered 
So it's not that that coach did anything for him. You know, do I need to be conscious of the fact that if I don't equally distribute it out, that I'm actually causing more harm than good? Or is it harm? You know, I have no idea about this player or any of the other players, right? Like, um, you know, somebody might have got a scholarship based on their talent level, but might, might not have been a great teammate, might not have had a great attitude. I have no idea about any of the, these young people that you're talking about. But the coach might value somebody, you know, working really hard to get what they got, being a leader, being a whatever. And so they celebrate that. So here's one thing. I mean, there might be a little truth to the non-celebration. I don't know. I have, I, I'm not around those players. But there's times when, for instance, a social, a social media account of a particular former player isn't necessarily in line with what I what I'd approve of maybe the, the language or the whatever right and it's hard for me even though I might be proud of them for how far they've come I have a hard time celebrating them on social media because I don't want to draw attention to their social media page where people are like wow that's what you're celebrating you know and and they don't know where that person started and where they've where they've gotten to and I think about that Sometimes, you know, whether I could celebrate that person because of the attention it would draw to something I might not want to draw attention to. Um, and so, yeah, I have, again, no idea about this player, but I definitely think about that. And what do I celebrate? You know, do I celebrate points? Do I celebrate rebounds? Do I celebrate W's? Do I celebrate leadership? Do I celebrate life accomplishments? There's a lot of questions to ask in knowing and thinking about the message it's going to send everybody else. We'll share in a little bit some ideas to maybe how best to navigate this, or at least to the best of our feeling and understanding at the time. Here's another dynamic, though. You got to be careful about race. Okay? That there's some instances where a coach may be celebrating a certain player, and maybe they have a shared race, and then there's a race that isn't being discussed. And now all of a sudden, a player begins to wrestle with the fact is there some type of deeper underlying issue here at play that's a re real thing tj and that's something we need to think about also yeah i mean i think everyone's got to draw their own opinion on that particular one like i think the minute to me personally that you start putting race into well i'll celebrate this person and equally celebrate this person like good is good good doesn't know any color black white whatever and so um, if it's a black player that did it, if it's a white player that did it, a Hispanic player that did it, whatever player it is, um, I try not to let that factor into any of my, my celebrations because I don't think it uh, – I mean, I've had just as good academic African-American athletes as I had white athletes, Hispanic athletes, whatever it is. So if I'm going to celebrate academics, you know, I'm not going to hold back. That's what I'm, what I'm celebrating in that particular uh, arena. And I'm not going to give a false celebration, you know, to equal it out or to balance it out like – you know, whatever gets celebrated, I think the harder decision is what do you celebrate? You know, like, I think if you were going to celebrate um, somebody doing a good job of leadership in practice, it, it's tough because it sets a little bit of a precedent of that the kid does, another kid does really good tomorrow and does some good leadership stuff. Do you celebrate it every day? Is it once a month? Is it once a year? Is it once? A, and so that's where I, I try and figure out how how much do I want to celebrate this because it does set a little bit of a precedence if my team's looking at my social media account and um, I celebrate somebody for you know being a great leader today but then tomorrow somebody's a great leader and I don't celebrate him they're going to think why does coach celebrate him but not me and so you've got to think through that before you start celebrating things you know I I've typically you know I recently celebrated uh, one of my players on what's going on with the race and how he led things you know and I 
I, I thought about it before I celebrated, but I thought this is absolutely a celebratory moment when a player takes action on something that is impactful on not only his life, but other people's lives. And I thought, how can I not celebrate this? That was kind of the filter, even though I don't have a predetermined filter, that one just passed the litmus test really quickly. Thanks to our friends over at TeamSnap for today's halftime communication tip. Coaches, this week I'd like for you to communicate intention for connection. Let me say it again. Communicate intention for connection. When we are communicating with our coaches, with our players, let's go into that communication with an intention for it to drive connection. And if we do, I believe we will find that our conversations will be more purposeful and more rewarding if we go in with that intention in mind that as a result of this conversation, I want to grow deeper in my connection with that other person. That mind shift can be powerful. And I'd like to challenge you that this week. Communicate intention for connection. Thanks to our friends over TeamSnap. Make sure you check out TeamSnap.com backslash hustle to learn more about the communication app being used by over 15 million people across the globe, helping get coaches, parents, players, all on the same page, all together. Check out teamsnap.com backslash hustle to learn more about how you can get your team connected today. And before we jump back in, let's catch up with our friends over at Shootaways for today's stat sheet check-in. Miami's Tyler Harrow, the hero that everybody's talking about, just averaged 20 points in the Eastern Conference Finals. An incredible feat by a rookie. Now, not everybody was impressed. Paul Pierce, in fact, said don't call the guy a bucket until he can average 20 points in a season, to which Tyler Harrow reminded him, well, I did just do it in the Eastern Conference Finals, which many could argue is a much, much higher level than the regular season, although not the consistency, but the level is certainly there. I think regardless if you think he's a bucket or not, I think anybody that averages 20 points per an extended period of time in the NBA at the highest level, I think is a bucket to many degrees. And I tell you, you don't get even in that conversation unless you're putting in work, unless you're getting shots up and working on your game. And it's often considered there's no greater shooting tool than shoot away the gun to help you improve your shot and improve your game. Coaches, I'd love to encourage you to check out Shootaways the Gun to learn more about how you can get one of their revolutionary shooting guns in your gym today to allow your players the opportunity to begin working on their shot so they can become better than ever. Now, let's jump back in to today's episode. I think we have to remember as coaches, TJ, our players want us to celebrate them. I mean, they want it. They, they, it, it makes their day. They are working very hard for our approval, for our stamp of um, just respect and acknowledgement. Like kids want that. And I, and I really believe as a result, they are paying close attention to it. You could say they're overanalyzing it, certainly, but it doesn't change the fact that they are analyzing it. They are paying very close attention. And you've got to be conscious of the trends and the optics that are being presented when you begin to celebrate. So when I brought up race, 
I'm just going to be real here, right? Truth, love, and transparency as Emmanuel College is all about basketball. You know, in this particular case, there was a situation where the coach, at least it was perceived this way, frequently and almost exclusively celebrates white players. White coach, white players. Could that be true? I don't know. It's perceived that way. There was enough of a case to be built that there was a trend there to which an African-American player then views it not only like, hey, do I not get any love? Like, what's up with that? I'm doing the same things that you're celebrating right now. I've reached the same accomplishments, different things like that. But now there's this other factor involved of, does this have something even deeper? And it's unfortunate or maybe fortunate, however you want to look at it. But now this player, they begin to wrestle with it. And it's almost disrupting their relationship with the coach, unbeknownst to the coach, potentially. You know what I mean? Like the player's wrestling with the coaches. He doesn't even probably know that the player's even upset. <laughs> you know, he just thinks he was celebrating this player. This is, so that's a, that's a dynamic that, you know, it's kind of crazy just to think about this whole topic in general that we've got to spend this time, you know, breaking down and discussing how best to celebrate people. Yeah. Right. That there, that there's a potential that my celebration is causing harm, right? Cause like we should be in, that should be a spirit of celebration all the way across the board. But as coaches, there are nuances to our job. And, and this is a nuance that we need to be aware of. It, it's a wild conversation. This, this whole conversation just feels weird about it. And, it, and, I, and I'm struggling with it a little bit. Yeah. 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 I, I would encourage coaches to set the bar pretty high. I know that. I mean, I get where people are coming from, like just constantly celebrate, put your players out there. But, you know, you, but that's where I think it gets really tricky because then I, I think it creates more of these obstacles, more of these, well, why did I, they get celebrated? Why did I not get celebrated? So my typical philosophy has been, been to set the bar really high. I mean, you can even factor in like, I mean, your children being like, well, he's celebrating all his players, but not celebrating my kids or my wife. I mean, there's a lot of things where people feel like, and I've tended to kind of. I've heard parents chime in on this. I've heard coaches say, parents will text me because they feel like I don't, ever talk about their son or their daughter on social media and they get upset about it. It's like, what do you do? Yeah. 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 And so that's why I think the bar has got to be set really high because I think as soon as you open the box, it's like opening Pandora's box. People start thinking, Oh, so this is what gets celebrated. You know, those small things. And it's, it's unfortunate because you want to be a celebrator of the small things. You want to put people out there. But I, I think just from a time perspective and uh, relative to how everybody else feels, I just determined to set my bar high because otherwise I'd feel an obligation to constantly celebrate people and put them out there on social media. And, and that can be overwhelming to, to the coach. And it can also be, um, you know, offensive or, or can affect players in a personal way. I wonder if you have an advantage, TJ, because of the fact that you are inconsistent on social media. And I don't say that as a knock. Yeah. Right, but you're you're very inconsistent on social media. You acknowledge that truth yourself. Yeah. There's periods of time where you aren't on it. You're not someone who's, you know, constantly scrolling, constantly posting. It's very sporadic. It's it's hit or miss. So as a result, it's almost like the expectation of you is is limited per se, right? Yeah, which is great. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, I, 
But, yeah. but compare that to a coach who is active on it. And that's what I mean. When you start being really active, you set a little bit of a precedence to, hey, I started celebrating this or that. Then I feel like there's an obligation, and I would probably read into that as a player. Yeah, and, but, you know, the, the trap is just simply we need – you hear so many times that, you know, you're trying to build a program that's attractive, right? You're trying to build a program that has excitement around it. And where are these kids living? They're living on social media, right? And you want to celebrate some of the good things because to that, which gets praised gets repeated. And when you go and you begin celebrating this stuff, they share it and, and it builds excitement and energy and there's all that dynamic to it. So at least this is with the question, what do we suspect is the best approach? I'm a right. coach right now listening to this. I get what you're saying, set the bar high. But, you know, I, just, I don't want to set the bar high, TJ. I, I, I want to celebrate the small things and be active and, you know, constantly, you know, promote. Yeah. You know, I, here's what I think is a good – I don't know if every coach has access to doing this, but um, we've really stepped it up this year. If you go to EC Lions B-Ball, like – we're putting some really good graphics out there, really good celebrations of players, get to know the players type thing. And I feel like that takes a little bit of pressure off of me because it's coming from the basketball account and I can retweet it. I can like it. I can do that type of things. But to me, that's the best solution I've found so far is to separate myself, but to still be able to celebrate players because it's not personal at that point. If we celebrate somebody that did something in the past, if we celebrate a player for a game, it's just from the EC basketball account and not necessarily from me. And so I try to stay away from it. And if it's a personal celebration for me, I try and make it about something really big, like the one I shared earlier, not about, you know, a double double or not about, you know, a great day at practice or something like that. We can leave that to the actual basketball account. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I'm actually, I'm going to hold off on my judgment of the best approach on this. I'm still working through it, just to be honest. I'm still working through it. I, I don't know the right rhyme or reason. I don't know the exact right approach. And I actually am going to ask coaches listening to this to share on social how you handle it. Because right? I, I need some feedback on this. Because I've got players that I, I love celebrating players. I think it, it helps change their behaviors. When I'm celebrating it, it's coming from a leadership character perspective. And I want to celebrate their grades and I want to celebrate the good that they're doing. And I want to bring attention to that because I want that to become cool. I want it to be viewed favorably, right? We always talk about the, we, we share all the highlights, hey, but do we share the GPAs and, and the things that may not get the type of attention? I want to bring attention to those things. So I want to, but I also recognize that can't celebrate everyone. And, and especially when you work with a lot of teams. So I, I don't know the right approach. I am very excited and anxious to hear what coaches have to say, how they've been able to handle it. If they've come across situations like this where it's backfired, how they deviated in that moment when it did kind of blow back in their face, how they handled all that. So coaches, I want to ask you, please send us a tweet at hardwood underscore hustle. Let us know how you've navigated this quote unquote celebration trap, how your program has approached this topic and if you've had any moments, be honest, that it's backfired. I would love to hear that. This is a really interesting dynamic and nuance. I just think one of the big things, hopefully, from this episode, TJ, is that coaches become aware of it. Because 
honestly, until it was shared just recently that there was actually a frustration on the other end, I never actually really thought that there was. I thought it was just a positive for the good and almost like a neutral, no feeling, no response for everybody else. But to actually hear a player go on and talk about how much it's bothered him and, and start speaking as, man, I've, you know, the last six months he posted this and he posted this and he posted this and it was, you know, this and that. And, and wow, like, wow, I didn't even realize players paid that close to mind. How, why didn't I realize that? I should have realized that, right? They admire us. They look up to us. They, they, they want our validation and affirmation and things like that. So maybe that is one of the biggest things that'll come from this episode, TJ, is just this heightened sense of awareness for coaches to be intentional and to maybe avoid the possibility of having a player become upset with them for something that is relatively unbeknownst to them. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's front of mind for most coaches. You're not thinking that way. And, and, you know, not intentionally hurting anybody, but it's just not front of mind thought for coaches. But knowing that it affects players is, I think, if nothing else, it's good knowledge to have. Yeah, I agree. So, coaches, give us your feedback. Listen, I am Adam. He is TJ. We are the Hardwood Hustle. Until next time, we're out. Coaches, before you go, I just want to encourage you. There's a free resource over at leademup.com that you can check out. If you just want to send an email to info at leademup.com, we're giving away a free 21-day leadership playbook that your team can do together while the players do it individually. So it kind of has a hybrid model of players doing it by themselves, but yet doing it in conjunction with the team where they go through a series of exercises over 21 days to help them gain momentum and grow as leaders. Things focusing on their ability to be more detail-oriented and to be a better communicator and a better listener, a variety of different exercises from the Lead Em Up program, a free 21-day playbook that you can utilize today. Send an email at info at leademup.com. We will send that over to you. Uh, no questions asked, all good. I think it'll be something that your players will enjoy and your team will absolutely grow from. So would love to encourage it. Just wanted to share that before you hopped off. Till next time, coaches, we are out.